Welcome to the Generations Church Podcast. This is Brian Nugent, and I'm the pastor at Generations Church. Thanks for listening today. We hope this message is an encouragement and blessing to your life. For more information about Generations Church and its ministries, check out our webpage at gctlh.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Do this once a year, and it kind of allows me to kind of talk to the church, about the church. It gives us opportunities to celebrate what God has done in the past, and then just some things that, uh, some doors that we see that are opening and that we want to we want to walk through so we're just excited uh, we're excited about today because I believe great things happen when you have vision you pray dream plan and believe God can do unbelievable things amen so there's a couple of things I like to do on vision Sunday that uh, at least once a year I don't we, we make reference to some of these throughout the year but just kind of in its totality uh, and, and you can kind of see these on your on your little booklet it's called God's design for our lives what is God's plan for me What's God's plan for me as a, a believer? So I just want you to kind of see biblically A to Z, kind of what, you know, some, some areas that, that uh, we believe God wants to do in your life and some emphasis that we have as well. So the, uh, God's design for our lives, the first part of that is follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. Come to the Lord. You want to know God's will? You want to know the very beginning, the very first thing, foundational, follow Jesus. As individuals, we've discovered hope and forgiveness and purpose through our relationship, uh, to our relationship with Jesus. So come to the cross. Know Jesus. If you're far away, if you've run away, if something's happened and you've been disconnected from the Lord or the church, I say come back home and t- there is no greater moment than this moment this morning to do that. So follow Jesus is the first thing. Grow in your faith. Starting a relationship with Jesus is just the beginning. Growing in your faith is a lifelong journey. So it's not just salvation and man, I can't wait to get to heaven. There's some things that God wants to do and show you. There's some things in your life today that God wants to do. Water baptism that we've got in a a few weeks. Learning to worship, pray, and read scripture, having powerful encounters with the Holy Spirit, faithful attendance, tithing and giving, sharing our faith. There's all kinds of things you know, that God wants to do in your life. Regardless of how long you are a Christian, we still, we still grow in our, in our faith. Also, connect with other believers. We intentionally build relationships with others to have fun, grow in our faith together, and be an encouragement to others. So there's nothing better than worshiping with friends and family. Nothing better than worshiping with friendly uh, friends and family. And if you just kind of come in and you're not connected in any way, you can go to a church and be lonely. But we don't want you to be that way. So we want you to connect with other believers. We give you all kinds of opportunities to do that, including Connections Lunch today. Also, it's not about just you being blessed, but we believe when you come and connect with others, there are gifts you know, the gifts that you have to be released in the church body. You can be a blessing to other people, but you got to be connected in order to kind of have that influence uh, to, to others. Also, discover your gift and purpose. We are unique. We are a unique design from God. Understanding our distinct purpose and function is an exciting part of the journey. So God has wired you. 
in a very unique way. He's made you creatively for our world and the church for you to serve him. Everybody is different. Your natural talents, your unique life experiences, your spiritual experiences, your passions and interests, your spiritual gifts. And when you put all of that together, everyone is, is created you know, created differently. And we, we've got ways that you can kind of help discover those, those One of the come and see us about typical that. characteristics of the Cuban culture. We find a greater joy in serving music. others than we do uh, for living, that, you know, that they're, we they're, do they're known for their music. So once we discover You'll see people in every context with music, without find music. find a place to serve in the church, outside the church. God just did not save us for us to go to heaven. He wants us to make an impact him as well. So those are just kind of five things just so you'll kind of know, just remind you it's, it's following Jesus, it's growing in our faith, connecting with believers, with other believers, discovering our gifts and serving, serving others. That's God's plan for you. That's kind of God's big, big plan for you. Also, uh, as well, we, we have uh, values, core values, Core values, church core values, are priorities, beliefs, unique goals, characteristics that define who we are and what is important to us. We kind of give that sometimes in our video announcements, our website. So every church is built just a little bit differently. Every church kind of has different qualities, and the core values kind of kind of reveal the uniqueness of that. So take a moment. We have those on video. We want to play those for you. We are biblically based. We joyfully embrace and proclaim the scripture as absolute truth. It is our guide for everyday life and the foundation of our faith. We are Christ-centered. We are centered around the hope and forgiveness of Jesus Christ, and we have committed ourselves to following the life, the ministry, and the teachings of Jesus. We are creative. We are committed to presenting the gospel creatively and being culturally relevant so that we can reach people. We will go outside the box to provide opportunities for others to hear of God's love. We are committed to excellence. We will strive for excellence as we work hard to honor God in our service to others. We are an equipping church. We provide opportunities for others to be successful in ministry. We equip and release people into the plan and purpose God has for their life. We are family friendly. We value families at every stage. No matter their background, we love and invest in marriage, parents, kids, and students. We joyfully give our time, gifts, and resources so that all people can experience the grace of Jesus Christ. We are imperfect. We are all sinners and have made mistakes that we regret. It doesn't matter who you are, what you've done, or what you're going through. You are accepted here. We are multicultural. We welcome all people regardless of race, ethnicity, and language. We embrace every culture as they join our community. We are multi-generational. We believe in the purpose of every generation and embrace our heritage as we invest in our future. There's a place for every person, no matter what age or stage of life. We are prayer focused. We focus on prayer individually and as a church. We believe prayer changes lives, circumstances, 
and our world, and it moves mountains. We are outreach driven. Our purpose on this earth is to see people meet Jesus. We exemplify the love of Christ across the street, in the workplace, and around the world. We are spirit empowered. We believe in the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. We rely on His guidance, wisdom for life, and we welcome Him in our gatherings. We are a team. The church is strengthened when everyone serves together. We encourage everyone to be involved and find a place to use their gifts. So that's just some of our core values there. So I want you to do this for me. Listen, if you're 27 years of age or younger, listen, or if you're 65 years of age and older, would you please stand right where you're at? Would you please stand? Please stand. 27 and younger, 65 and older, okay? All right. So look around, because one of our core values is that we are multi-generational, okay? Now, I want you to add another 60 kids that are next door, okay? And I want you to see that truly we are a healthy church demographically, okay? You can be seated, all right? I want to do this. <clears throat> if you are of Hispanic, Latino origin, Indian origin, or if you were born in Africa, would you please stand, okay? Latino, Hispanic, Latino, uh, Indian, African, look around. Look around. Because we, we say we are multicultural as well. It's important that it doesn't matter your skin color or your language that we come together and we worship Jesus. You can be, you can be seated as well. So also, <clears throat> just our purpose statement. We don't say it all the time. But just to, even before I got here, the church got together, like, why, why do we exist? What's kind of our driving, you know, purpose uh, that, we, that we come on Sunday? And they came up with loving God, loving people, and serving the world, okay? That's our purpose statement, loving God, connecting with the Lord, loving people as well, being connected with people, and, and serving the world. So that's, that's, our, that's our purpose statement. So uh, I, have a, I have an image of an artist that I want to, throw up here just for a second. Anybody know who this is? I can't believe it. You all do. What's his name? All right. So back in the day before cable, before Home and Garden and ESPN, every family, you only had four channels, okay? ABC, NBC, and CBS, and what a waste if you're a teenager, PBS, all right? But for some reason in my teenage years, this man was a great uh, fascination to me, okay? Number one, it was his hair, okay? I'm like, how, how does he do that? How does he do that? But also, if you've ever watched his show, it's unbelievable. His name's Bob Ross. He had a a show on, on PBS from like the mid-80s to the 90s. He's all over YouTube now. Like he's famous, you know, today. But what would always get me was he would start with a blank canvas, okay? And then just out of his mind, he would start to paint. He would just, and he's talking the whole time. And here I am, high school, I love sports, but I cannot turn it off because just, he's just starting 
And he's adding happy little trees, if you know what I'm talking about. And, and, and he would come up like, like this. It would just be freehand. It would just be out of his, out of his mind. He painted, he painted over 30,000 you know, portraits just really with very little, just kind of what's, you know, what, what's in his mind, what, what's in his heart. He would see it before it was even there, okay? That's vision. That's vision. Seeing something internally before it even exists. Now, go home this afternoon after your nap and go to YouTube. Takes about 22 minutes. It's, it's amazing. It's just amazing what he does, but that is vision. Vision is about seeing something before it exists, it's God's, given, it's God's given plan given internally in the mind and the heart for his glory. God speaks things to us to help us bring into existence something for his glory. He gives you the internal roadmap. He gives you the architectural drawings. He gives you the pathway forward in your life and as a church for, for his glory. Now, we all have a general call. It's individually and it's collective. To go into all the world and preach the gospel. It's a general call that's given individually and it's also given to, uh, corporately to the church as well. And then in the book of Acts, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you'll be my witnesses, he said, locally and globally. So... He gives us visions, dreams, and plans a little more specific than the general call. He gives us, you know, he, he calls us to do certain things for the kingdom of God in relation to the big call that he's given to everyone. And when God gives you a dream or a vision, he always helps you to accomplish those dreams. God-sized dreams and visions are larger than we can do ourselves. Have you ever noticed that? There's a faith component to this. When we step out, we need his help. We need his favor. We need his resources. So, dream big. Dream big. Don't despise the vision that God lays in your heart. I want to remind you, we serve a God who is not nervous about big dreams and big visions. He is not nervous about money. He is not nervous about walls stopping our progress. He is not nervous about mountains standing in our way. And he is not nervous about enemies in our pathway. Because he says, just follow my leading, do what I say, I will take care of everything else. Acts chapter 6 and verse 1 is interesting. It says, in those days when the number of disciples were increasing, pause, all right? So they had been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2, man, the church was expanding. Things were happening. In those days, the number of disciples was increasing. So people were committed to the faith, but there was also numerical expansion you know, as well. They were walking out and living out the greater call 
But at the same time, there was a vision and dream a little more specific to the general call. Keep reading. The Greek Jews among them complained against the Hebraic Jews because the, their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. All right, big problem. Big problem. Somebody forgot to feed the widows, okay? Now, let me remind you, this is the day before Social Security and government help, local help, you know, a widow many times was disconnected from the, the family and the church said, we feel a call to help feed these widows because there's no other plan. They're just not being fed. So they came up with a plan to feed the widows. Great. The big call. Then there was a, a more specific call to take care of the widows in the church. All right. And then they got a problem. They got a problem. Vision is always complicated by the reality of life. Have you ever noticed that? All right? God visions and dreams you think would be easy. Go do it. Let's accomplish it. Okay? Moses, go get the Hebrews and take them to Canaan. Sounds easy, doesn't it? He didn't tell them about Pharaoh. Didn't tell them about the Red Sea. Didn't tell all these kind of obstacles following vision. Joshua, cross the Jordan, go into Canaan. Didn't mention that Canaan was filled with Canaanites, okay? It's always, listen to me. So when you're following God's vision and God's dreams, you can expect bumps in the road, closed doors, disinterested teams, can't find money, okay? So sometimes that's when we get discouraged. It's just not happening. I'm done but I'm just going to you. Sometimes the vision is not dead, just needs to be refined and reworked just a little. Keep reading. So the 12 gathered all the disciples together and said it would not be right <coughs> Excuse me, for us to neglect the ministry of the word in order to wait tables. Brothers and sisters, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over them. We will give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. This proposal seemed to please the whole group. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith. Also Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenius, and Nicholas from Antioch, a convert to Judaism. They presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them. So, there are times that even when you're carrying out a God-given dream, that you pause, pray, evaluate, and readjust your plan. Okay? We don't, we don't think that. We think however we launch, that should be the way that it ends, and I'm just telling you it's not my experience, and I, I think you can see, you know, uh, other examples in the Word. Things, there are things that are new, you know, that once you emerge that you would have never thought of unless you launched. So kind of reworking, refining is just part of the vision process. We start, stop, modify, cry launch, reconfigure, we go, we're discouraged, we have joy, we push, pray, uh, review, reassess, evaluate, then we redo it again, okay? We redo it, we redo it again. The vision from God gives you the drive and the internal motivation to propel you forward when problems arise. 
you know that you've heard from God. So there are times that there are issues that are going on. But, man, when you've had that, that visionary experience, even though, you know, you, there, there may be some uncertainty about what you're doing, you know that you heard the Lord and you just keep, you just keep going. You just keep going, okay? Now I'm going to come back to that story in just a little bit, okay? So as part of Vision Sunday, as part of Vision Sunday, we want to take a look back in the past year. We just want to give thanks. God did some great things in our midst, and we just want to take a moment, and we just want to give thanks for that. We have a video that's going to kind of talk about last year.
Amen. Amen. Makes me tired just watching that video. So a couple things about last year, okay, because I want to celebrate. 2022 was historic giving for us for the first time in our church's history. We passed a million dollars in total giving. Uh, that was in 2022. It was $1,136,000 this past year, 2023, total giving $1,238,000. God has blessed our church. One of the things that I'm most proud of, though, is uh, missions, giving to missions. The total that we're going to give you in just a moment is every part of missions, missions, trips, outreach, evangelism, benevolence, everything that we give away for us, everything that we do to touch at risk broken people, spread the gospel. This past year, we gave $334,000 to missions, evangelism, outreach. So thankful for that. Bo, Brad, come up here. They had historic years as well. BGMC, Speed the Light. Brad, start us off. Yeah, so uh, Speed the Light, for those who don't know, is the youth arm of missions. Uh, we provide transportation, communication, equipment uh, for missionaries all over the world and here even in our community, uh, basically equipping them to do uh, what it is that they feel called and led to do by God. And so uh, I am excited uh, and thrilled, actually, to announce our 2023 Speed the Light total was $10,239, which actually triples what we did in 2022. Um, so I'll let you do the math on what we need to do this year to triple again. I'm just kidding. We got to keep up with the kids, Pastor. No, uh, I am. I am excited. We were able to supply uh, some sound equipment to missionaries in Sri Lanka. We were able to send money for a van to Compact Family Services, where many of you went. Were able to go this year. We were able to buy medical equipment for Project Rescue as they rescue women out of sex trafficking. We were able to buy them some medical supplies uh, to be able to do what they do. So we we were able to spread those funds out all over and uh, man, just really do what we felt like. God was going to do. So that is an amazing number for our students. I've got Levi here. Levi is one of our students who um, believes in missions, I think mostly because he feels called to missions. And so uh, we've got a missionary in the making in our group. So Levi, I just want you to tell everybody uh, kind of why Speed the Light is important to you and why you give to Speed the Light. Uh, I give to Speed, I give the speed a lot to, to Speed the Light because um, how much it can impact like different countries of the world that may not have access to the gospel by um, equipping missionaries with, uh, like in Antigua, they had a van that uh, Speed the Light Gate was able to give them, and it helped them do so much, like uh, move around equipment and bring students to um, mega sports camp. Yeah, see, so... So again... The heart of Speed the Light is to equip our missionaries to be able to do what they do. Like, like Levi said, we got to witness it firsthand. And, man, I'm just so excited for our students. Thank you for your generosity. And, uh, man, we've got a fundraiser going on in the lobby right now. I think you're going to talk 
Oh, okay. I'll, I'll talk about it then. Uh, I won't take any shame. Uh, we've got our Valentine's Day grams out there going on. So today is the last day to order those. If you're interested, all the proceeds for that go to Speed the Light and help us in reaching our 2024 goal, which we'll set as a group in a couple of weeks. And uh, man, you there's carnations for sale. There's candy. There's stuffed animals. Uh, so there's a little bit for everybody. Um, but if you're, if you are going to order that, they're going to be delivered during and be, well before, after, and during service next week. And so if you're going to do that, uh, do that before you leave because we're literally ordering supplies right after lunch today to make sure they can get here by next week. So if you're interested, we would love your support for Speed the Light to help us uh, jump that number that you see on the screen and do even better next year. Great job to Pastor Brad and the students. Uh, so our kids participate in a program called BGMC, and it stands for Boys and Girls Missionary Challenge. And really the goal of BGMC is to create hearts of compassion in our kids. And uh, for the fifth year in a row, our kids set a new all-time giving record for our church. And I'm excited to announce that this year through BGMC, our GC kids gave $25,000 to missions. So we are celebrating that, and uh, you know, really my heart for missions is not just about a number, it's not just about, you know, some of the fun things we do with BGMC, but we want to create generous and compassionate kids who become generous and compassionate students, who become generous and compassionate adults, and we believe that we're setting the foundation uh, for kids who will become students, who will become adults, who want to do everything they can to help reach the lost, and uh, we talk all the time about praying and giving and going. It's more than just the giving. We also pray for our missionaries regularly. We pray for the lost, and we challenge our kids to be missionaries right here, right now, in their own town, in their own school, on their own sports teams. And I have my friend Gates Overstreet here with uh, uh, with me today because Gates is passionate about praying for missionaries and the lost. Let me tell you, this little guy can pray the house down, and uh, I wanted him... I wanted him to real quick uh, tell you, uh, Gates, why are you so passionate about praying for our missionaries? Because um, I think that um, I just want to encourage the missionaries because some people um, may um, don't have, don't know about Jesus. And I just want everybody to know that um, about Jesus. And yeah, that's why. So... Through BGMC, uh, we were able to help fund projects in Arkansas, Montenegro, Peru, Slovakia, Germany, Sri Lanka, and Arizona. We're just so proud of our kids. But you know what? I'm so proud of our kids and students because Pastor Brad and I talk about this all the time. It's not a competition between the two of us. It's to see what the next generation can do to reach the lost around the world. And so together, this is what I want to celebrate, together we raised $35,369.63. Praise God. Amen. That's great. That's great. Hey, and listen, men, you don't need to go to the jewelry store. Go out and buy a uh, carnation from the, for Speed the Light. Skip the, skip the jewelry store this year. Also, our ladies, they gave $1,000 to Touch the World, helping to uh, uh, supply missionary housing around the world. So thankful for that. So get, I just want to give the Lord praise and thanks for that. 
Also, 2023, you kind of saw it on the video. We had three missions teams that went out, one to Managua, Managua Nicaragua. It was a construction trip. We went to Antigua uh, in the Caribbean. We went to Hot Springs, Arkansas as well. We have over 50 people that went on missions trips, missions teams. Last year, that's part of my vision is to get you on the mission field. If you were part of one of those teams, would you just stand really quick? If you were on one of those teams, we just want to acknowledge you, say thanks to you. Amen. Amen. Some other things really quick. Uh, we, we renovated some of our offices next door. We called it Project Renovation. Our building is 50 years old, so it just desperately needs some work. We have having plumbing issues that slows my progress down on pro, pro, uh, Project Renovation. But we did the church office, and we did uh, one of the staff offices. All the ladies are happy. Okay, all the ladies are happy. They got new offices. Hope Community. We started ministry at Hope Community. Uh, this past year, it is a housing complex on Pensacola Street. It's an emergency family shelter for families that are experiencing homelessness. These are as at risk as you can get in our community. And we started regular ministry at Hope Community. Street Hope goes and feeds them uh, a meal once a month. Our Street Hope team goes in with those families, with those kids. They do crafts and they do games. And, and really, man, they're... I, Again, there's not a more at-risk location really in, in our city than Hope Community, and we started ministry there, so just want to uh, uh, just acknowledge that. We started Living Free, restarted Living Free this past year. Living Free is a ministry that anyone seeking help uh, to overcome a problem area in their life, whether it be destructive behaviors, harmful emotions, negative attitudes, unhealthy relationships, or substance abuse, we have an answer uh, for that after salvation sometimes, man, you still need some people to pray and kind of work with you through some of the issues. So it's a small group that we launched with our Connect Groups last year, had a great time. They are studying uh, fearless forgiveness. They're part of our uh, small groups uh, this year. Uh, also, Homefront. Homefront is a local Tallahassee apartment complex for homeless and disabled veterans. We had no idea that it existed, okay? And then, man, just through contacts, we realized that it was here. They were in desperate need. Okay, these are disabled, mostly homeless veterans, all right? But they were, it's a 53, uh, uh, 53 one-bedroom apartments, and many of them were not handicapped accessible, Okay, they couldn't get to the bathroom. The, the doors were, you know, more narrow than wheelchairs. They couldn't get in and out of the bathtubs. And they asked us, can you renovate some of these? So, man, we found partners. We paid for some of that as well. We renovated four of those apartments, new toilets, reconfigured their showers for easy accessibility. I had one man that said, man, I've fallen and broken bones many times because I can't get in and out. Uh, it was kind of a bathtub there. So Homefront is just something that, that, kind, of, that kind of emerged. And I want to say thanks to Brad Gilbert, John Garner, Paul Bryant, David Ficklin. They would do the actual kind of renovation. Would you give them a hand? We appreciate that. We also had one of our connect groups that went over there, and we did a thank you for your service barbecue, and we just wanted to bless those, uh, uh, bless those veterans. Uh, also, 
all pro dads, and iMom. iMom was something new last year, and, and both of these are once-a-month breakfast assembly programs sponsored by our church at Sable Palm and Rudiger Elementary, which are Title I schools. So all pro dads, uh, Bo goes in, and he ha- the, the kids come with their dads, and they do breakfast, character kind of building uh, lesson, Kelsey started this year with iMom at these schools. So all the moms, you come in with your kids, feed them breakfast, kind of some of the same material as all pro dads. So we have a video. If you haven't seen this, we want to show you about, about this ministry. A father's involvement in their child's life boosts more than just the child's well-being. I'm Maya Sargent in Northwest Tallahassee, where Generations Church's involvement with All Pro Dads is helping improve the lives of students in our city. Connections that are being built through open conversation and time. And why is it important for you to show up for your granddaughter like this in this way? Well, I love her. <laughs> and she needs the time. That's why Alan Jones tells me he's part of the All Pro Dads chapter at Sable Palm Community Partnership School, led by the team at Generations Church. Listen to what they're going through. He says he's able to find out things happening in his granddaughter Khadija's life that he might not usually hear about. I think we can be a lot more help if we learn to listen to what they're going through instead of giving advice all the time, listen first. The chapter here is led by Bo Walker. Any first timers? All right, we got one back there, a couple here. All right, can we give them a hand? For- He's the kids' pastor at Generations Church, but his goals for our neighborhood stretch far beyond their four walls. Really uh, try to make more of an emphasis on not just loving the world, uh, you know, overseas, but loving right here in our community. He's also a big proponent for getting dads involved. I think it's so important that we take those moments to speak encouragement and speak life into our kids. I did some digging into recent U.S. Census Bureau data. Numbers show more moms than dads maintain one-parent families with kids under 18. Bo says he's seen the impact an absent fatherly figure can have on a child. Longing for attention, um, longing for someone to just hear them, listen to them, uh, hang out with them, spend time with them. He says any parental figure can be that guiding light to boost emotional well-being. Shannon Davis, principal here, says active parental involvement has also led to an increase in grades. They're more likely to call teachers, schedule conferences, and just make sure that they're staying on top of their child's work. Generations Church also lead an I'm Mums program here. Miss Davis hopes more parents will get involved to help achieve two main goals. To improve attendance and then ultimately to improve academic scores. And Alan's hoping you'll join him in supporting our community's youth. They really need it right now more than anything. The next All Pro Dad session will be happening at Sable Palm Community Partnership School on February 29th. Generations Church has many upcoming community outreach events. I'll leave more information about those on my web story at WTXL.TV. In Northwest Tallahassee, Mayor Sargent, ABC 27. Amen. Amen. It's on the news. On the news. Street Hope, our ministry to homeless last year, they fed over 2,000 or served over 2,000 meals last year. Part of that is at Hope Community. Some, we're just finding homeless on the side of the road, food bags, hot meals. I want to say thanks to George and Doris and the Street Hope team. Would you give them a hand? 
GC Families, our ministry to foster care, had a very active year last year. We did some Easter baskets for foster kids that weren't going to have any. We, we hosted four uh, foster care trainings. So the parents come in to, if they're new or they want to be recertified, uh, we provide lunch, we provide child care. We hosted four of those. Uh, we did the Tallahassee's first Super Saturday. Uh, when all the parents come in, we had 50 foster parents, you know, with local community partners to minister to them. We hosted that. We started this year placement packages. Sometimes when foster care parents agree to take a kid, they have nothing. They don't have any clothes. They don't have, you know, medical care. We have the funding. We provided five of those placement packets to foster care parents that have, you know, had uh, had nothing uh, to, to support those kids. We did the Christmas drive here. Over 300 foster care kids, uh, you know, people brought, excuse me, the sponsors, 200 sponsors, brought in gifts for 300 foster care kids. We hosted that this year. So when it comes to the area of like foster kids, foster parenting, those kind of things, we want to be, we want to do what we can. I want to say thanks to Melissa and those that serve with her. Would you give her a hand? Thank you. Thank you. All right. Before we go to the next part, can we just take a moment? Can we just give God thanks? I just want to listen to me. Listen to me. What, what God is doing here is beyond anything. It is a God thing. And the very first thing we do is need to give praise to God. So can we take a moment as a church and just give him praise and thanks. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing. Lord, we celebrate every life that was changed, every ministry, every outreach, the seed of the gospel that was planted around the world. And God, you're, you use this place. And we just want to say thanks, Lord. It is not about our own intellect. It's not about our own skills or gifts. This is the hand of the Lord. And we just give you thanks, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Give the Lord a shout this morning. Amen. Amen. All right, let's look at 2024, all right? Uh, we've got, got some things kind of we want to share. So first of all, we've got some special services coming up that are, that are going to be really good. One is next week. One is next week with a Vietnam veteran, Dave Reaver. If you've never heard his story, he is going to be here next Sunday. We have just a very brief video that we want to we show. It was July of 1969, at the height of the Vietnam War. Naval riverboat gunner Dave Reaver reached back to throw a phosphorus grenade, and his life changed forever. The device exploded in Dave's hand, unleashing damage that would hospitalize him for 14 months. Horrified by what he saw in the mirror, he attempted to take his own life, but God had other plans. Now, 59 surgeries later, with a Purple Heart, the Navy Unit Commendation Ribbon, and the National Defense Service Medal on his mantle, Dave is now the founder and president of Operation Warrior Reconnect, which focuses on helping America's wounded veterans and their families. His goal is to help other heroes find purpose after facing tragedies much like his own. Dave's life is a testament that faith triumphs over brokenness. 
Amen. So if you know of a veteran, someone served active duty or retired, he's going to be here next Sunday. You, you need to hear his story. It's an amazing story. Also, the Sunday after Easter, we've got Stanley Premith that is going to be with us. Stanley was on the 81st floor of the South Tower when the American Airlines plane hit. He has an unbelievable testimony of just being in that rubble and reaching out to the Lord. So that's the Sunday after Easter. Also, we have Dr. Renee Girdler that's coming. We're going to do an emotional health and wellness kind of Sunday. Fear, anxiety, depression. Uh, she's been on the faculty at the University of Kentucky, University of Louisville. So those are a few things that we've got uh, coming up. Also, missions trips. We've got a, a, a team going out in a few months to Nicaragua. It was supposed to be it was supposed to be Antigua. Couldn't get that worked out, so we shifted to Nicaragua. They're going out in a few weeks. Also, this summer, we've got a missions team going to Alaska, all right? The, the deadline for the application is in a couple weeks, but tomorrow at 8 o'clock, I'm doing a Zoom call with anybody that's interested. You just need to get your name on the database. It's non-committal. We're going to talk about that as well. You can go to guest services. You can sign up on our database, and I'll send you the Zoom link tomorrow. If you've never been on a missions trip, I want you to go, but this is going to be a tremendous time, so just wanted to mention that. Missions giving this year, all right? Presently, right now, we support 145 missionaries around the world on a monthly basis. Amen? That's great. That is great. 145. We have 85 families or singles that give on a monthly basis, our highest total ever that we've had participating in that. In 2022, our, our faith promise giving was about $4,800. 2023, our faith promise giving on, on an average month was, uh, or pledges, was about uh, $7,600. This past year, our faith promises are right at $9,600 a month. Would you give praise to the Lord? We're so thankful. We're so thankful. And this is going to be the year that we surpass 150 missionaries, and we are going to celebrate when we get that done. So uh, that's, that's coming up. Also, strategic investments in the next generation. We believe, I mean, you saw the numbers this morning, and we, we believe in the next generation, and we also want to be a help and serve parents as well. So, we just want to say uh, a few things. Number one, if you have a student that wants to go to summer camp, we want to help you. We're going to give a $100 scholarship if you want to go to summer. That your kids, that's kids camp or youth camp, $100 scholarship. If you are in high school or your college age and you want to go to the Alaska trip, we'll We'll give a $200 scholarship. We'll give you 200 bucks. We want to encourage you to go on the missions trip. Also, if you are a part of GC Youth, if you want to go to the National Youth Convention and Fine Arts in Columbus, and Brad will give you that information, we will pay your registration for that. So we want you to know we believe and that we want to invest in what God's doing in the next generation. So also, also, we're, we're shifting our intern program just a little bit. So we've, we've always had interns that would come in and serve in the summer, and they would be kind of across the United States, around the world, served for a couple of months. We've had David Steves. He was our very first one from Canada. We had Tanner Harwell and Elton Nelson. Elton was from Ireland. We had Mackenzie Rice and Kyriakos Politos. Kyriakos was from Greece. And then last summer, we had the best ones. We had Sydney Rose and Michaela Dros, okay? 
They were our interns last summer. All right. So we're changing that a little bit, all right, for this year. Instead of interns coming in from other places to serve for the summer, we're looking for college-age young adults who are already here who, who would like to do an internship here at the church. We're looking for college-age students who have a heart for ministry, who would like to work in a more formal role with the church. Uh, we are flexible on hours. It can be like five hours a week. It can be two hours a week. We know you're in school and working as well, so we will be glad to have that discussion, social media, communication, plan and execute events, administrative tasks, all, all of that, you know, as well. And also there's a stipend that goes with that as well. So if you are interested, there are intern applications next door, and this would kind of be more of the school year. And uh, we're really, it starts the academic year, but we're looking for people that can serve the next few months as well. So if that's you, we would love to talk to you about that. Uh, as well. And then also with our young adults. God is doing something great in our college age and our young adults. And my dream this year is to move it from a connect group uh, to a ministry. There is a great need in this area. There are over 50,000 college students or more uh, that are here. So, man, we want to do what we can to reach those students and be a place that students of faith can land. So the first thing is that I want to maybe put together a lead team for people from FSU, FAMU, TCC, or you're working. That's something, man, I'd like to get a little more involved with, see myself or Michael Newsom. We want to get this from a small group uh, to, a, to a ministry. And one thing that we want to do uh, in the next month or so, we want to have a, a Generations Church young adult service. Okay, we got enough. We had 27 students in the in the Connect group last uh, last Sunday, man. So we have enough people. We can put together a worship team, band. I mean, food. We're gonna uh, community. We're gonna have a great time. So that is something that we want to do in the next few months. So um, I, if you have any thoughts, young adults, I would love to hear you see, see myself or uh, Michael Newsom. All right. So I uh, just, just want to mention that. Other, other emphasis this upcoming year, uh, we have a, uh, an emphasis for uh, those with special needs, special need families. We want to strengthen our support for families who have children that need extra care or special needs. This is always a challenge for us. Okay. And we want parents to know that you have a friend here. We don't always have every answer for the diversity of, uh, of, of uh, challenges that are out there, but we want you to know that we care. Now, one thing that we have done is that we've hired, we felt like we needed some more vocational expertise, so we've hired uh, Olivia Griffin. She works Every Sunday, and for Connect Group, she works at Gretchen Everhart throughout the week, but she's with us on Sunday. So we want you to know that if you have, you know, a, a special needs child, that we care and we want to dialogue with you. And if there's any way that we can serve you going forward, we want to expand, sharpen, and shape that uh, uh, just a little bit. So just wanted to mention that. And then a couple of things, and we'll close. Expanding our local ministry involvement. So there are additional home front apartments, okay? There's 53 over there. There's four, and you would think there would be other funding as well, okay? There's not. They're, they look to us. I'm, I'm the, re, the reno guy, okay? So, man, we, we, there's other apartments that we want to renovate. Man, if there's, you know, any, any 
kind of funding ideas for that. We want to do that. But also, we're, we're trying to get a Bible study going. Man, those, there's some lonely men out there. There's some men that are broken. And John Garner and Paul Bryan are trying to get a foothold out there. So that's another kind of emphasis, not just renovating, you know, rooms, but touching hearts as well. Van ministry, we want, we've started at Hope Community. People want to come to church. Before COVID, we were running two vans on two van routes on Sunday and Wednesday, and that kind of has gone away. All right, so really we need, Hope Community is about three miles from here. And if that's something that you feel like you could do, it's a very kind of confined and short route, but people are asking us as we've done ministry, hey, we have no transportation. The bus doesn't run on Sunday, okay, so or, or, or on this route. So if there's any way that, that we could help, so if that's something you that's in your heart, we want to, you know, we want to talk to you about that. And then the worship team can come, Kelsey come. We're going to, one last thing, we want to partner with local faith-based agencies providing uh, spiritual mentors, and, uh, and then we're, then we're going to pray. Good morning. I'm Kelsey, and I'm the Community Outreach and Missions Director here. And we've been, you know, very involved in the community this past year. And one of the needs that we have seen is that there's a great need for spiritual mentors. Um, many people in our community have faced unimaginable things in their life, and they would greatly benefit from someone that would come and encourage them, walk alongside them in their faith journey. And so many of our local community partners are desperate for spiritual mentors. These are organizations that we also support financially, like the Chelsea House and the Women's Pregnancy Center and Good News Outreach. They would say that their greatest need right now is for spiritual mentors. They are looking for people that can come alongside and serve their clients in that way. Just be an encouragement, a prayer partner. So we are wanting to raise up spiritual mentors to partner with our local ministry agencies. And so if this is something that you would have a heart for, I would love to talk to you about that. A spiritual mentor is just, it's a spiritually mature Christian that has a heart to care, pray, encourage, be emotional and spiritual support to someone else. I do want to say it, a spiritual mentor is not a counselor, right? It's a cheerleader, a person that will come alongside and just help them and encourage them in their faith, in their life. And so we are seeing this is a really great need in our community. And so if this is something you're interested in, if you have a heart for this, I encourage you to come and talk to me. Um, we also gave out these little cards, a serve team card. Um, there's a, a box on there that says mentoring. So if that's something that you have a heart for, check that. And I would love to give you more information about how you can be a spiritual mentor for someone in our community. And she mentioned the card. You've got that. Look over that. If there's anything that kind of jumped out that you would like more information, maybe you're connecting foster care, street hope, any of the ministries, home front, fill it out, put it in the box, take it to guest services. We'll, we just want to, if there's something in your heart that maybe you'd like to serve in a greater way, we, wanna, we want you to uh, have, that, have that opportunity. Last verse. After they got all of this cleared up with the feeding, it said, so the word of God spread... And the number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly. Large number of priests became obedient to the faith. So they got this general call, okay? They had these bumps in the road that they got ironed out, kind of refined a little bit. 
And then, man, the gospel started to spread, okay? Again, so the word of God spread, and the number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly. So what I want to say just in closing, then we're going to sing and pray. What, what, I'm, what I want to end with is this is not just about additional ministries in 2024. We are praying that God would do something powerful in our midst, that there would be a renewal and an awakening we are praying for healing of hearts and healing of bodies. We are asking God for fresh anointing to rest upon this house. We pray that there would be unusual miracles that would occur in this house that people, <coughs> excuse me, would be pointed to Jesus. We're praying for a greater faith, hunger, and intensity in our church. And we've been seeing God's hand. We've been seeing God's hand. We added extra chairs in here this week just to accommodate the crowds. We bought other chairs for next door because our connect groups are growing. Brad's having great attendance on Wednesday night. We're just seeing God do some great things and even our prayer meeting on Wednesday. Man, we're just having really powerful numbers there. So we're praying in the midst of all of that for a spiritual awakening upon this house, okay? We're asking God for his touch upon this house as we dream, as we plan. <clears throat> the things that we want to do are impossible without the Lord. Would you stand? Would you stand? We're going to just do a prayer in just a moment. Sing this song with us. Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand, when everything around me is shaken, I've never been more glad, I put my faith in Jesus, cause he's never
want us to pray. We want to ask for the hand of the Lord upon this house this upcoming year. This is your home church. I want you to pray God's favor and blessing upon this place. Lord, you did not save us. You did not call us just to come in on Sunday and sing a few songs, hear a message, pat each other on the back, and go to our our, our, our residence. Lord, you called us to be a church with a heart for the lost. So we ask you, we humble ourselves this morning. We give you thanks for what you've already done in our midst in this past year, way beyond what we could ever do on our own. And we pray in 2024, we pray the hand of God, the favor of the Lord, let it rest upon this house. God, we pray, Lord, as we walk into vision and dreams, Lord, you would open doors that no man could close. Things would emerge, Lord, that we don't even see or foresee right now. We pray the hand of favor upon this church. We pray that 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 vision would be met with resource. Lord, as we walk in, Lord, you are going to provide in every way, financially, personnel. God, we pray, Lord, we pray for resources to accomplish this task, Lord. Resources to accomplish this task. Lord, we pray as you are positioning our church to have a local and global impact. Lord, we pray, and you've taken us, Lord, farther than we ever thought that we would ever go as a church on Tennessee Street. And we pray for every local outreach, Lord, every local outreach, Street Hope and Hope Community and GC Families and others, we pray locally, mentoring all pro dads, I mom, everything that we do, God, that we would reach the lost and the broken. And God, around the world, we pray, we pray that you would raise up missionaries around the world. You would give us that capacity, Lord, for greater sending. Lord, we pray that this would be a house of missions, that we don't just sing about God's grace, but God, we go and let other people know about it. We pray that you would give us the forgotten, the lost, the broken. You haven't forgotten them, Lord, and we don't forget them either. And God, we pray, Lord, that you would expand our reach in these areas. Lord, we pray for souls. Lord, we pray, Lord, people that would come to Christ, Lord, through this church on Sunday morning, through our ministries and outreaches. Lord, this is about souls, and we pray for that. God, we pray for greater faith, and Lord, we pray in our services. We pray for a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. We pray, Lord, that when we gather, Lord, there would be a sense of, the, of those that are lost and away from God that you are in this house, Lord, that you are moving in their lives. And God, we pray for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray for revival. We pray for renewal. We pray for an awakening to occur in this place. God, a chain-breaking, life-changing anointing. Let it rest upon this house, oh God. Oh God, we pray this upcoming year, God will be our greatest year and that you would get the glory for that, Lord, that we would expand the kingdom of God. Lord, we give you praise this morning. We give you praise this morning. Come on, would you praise him today? Would you praise him today? He won't fail.
We're, we're not just coming to church to sit around, okay? Feel good, pat ourselves on the back. There's work for us to do. We got a ambitious, lots of ambitious things for this upcoming year. And with God's help, we're going to do that. We're going to walk into that. I don't have the answer for everything. I don't have enough money for everything that I want to do. I don't have enough people. But you just start walking and God meets the need along the way. And I'm just going to believe this is going to be our greatest year of ministry in the 90 years of this church. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to the Generations Church Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the message today and pray God's greatest blessings on you. For more information about Generations Church and its ministries, check out our webpage at gctlh.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter.